Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Why don't you text the show on 81215? You can... Uh, 81215. You can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Ah, websites. <laughs> um, can I just say, Frank... Morning, Richie. Morning, on, Peter. Morning, Frank. Morning. On our uh, Twitter feed, you are already getting follow-forwards as part of to the Doctor Who S8 team. I don't know what season eight. Series eight. Series yeah, but eight. what's a follow forward? I don't, oh, I don't know what that is. is I follow? haven't got the time. Okay, <laughs> I don't understand I what that is. Follow. I'm forward. just saying. <laughs> Those are the uh, Wayne Rooney. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I can't be bothered even with the joke. <laughs> I'm just saying it's nice for you. Don't so have any football joke. I can't build another one. But you're being included with hashtag Peter Capaldi no, and well, that's Jenna Coleman. That is brilliant. It's quite nice for for you. you haven't done badly for yourself. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, from simple beginnings. <laughs> so, um, can I start by saying, uh, we were looking at the uh, the morning papers before the show, because we do stuff like that. Don't think that we yeah. just, uh, you know, turn up. We turn up, we read the papers yeah. and say, oh, look at the state of her. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of that. That's basically <laughs> what I say. But today everything changed, because um, I tell you who looks great yeah. in the papers, and that's Kelly Maloney. Yeah, which was Frank Maloney. Well, Frank Maloney has become a lady, and um, he looks great. I yeah. mean, I'm I serious, genuine, he looks great. So am I. I genuinely think... He wasn't a great man. He wasn't a great-looking man. He did that thing, and we can sort of work out why now, perhaps, but he went for the flamboyant outfits, Union Jack outfits. Union Jack no offence, Frank, but the Union no. Jack suits. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just wearing saying. one this morning, in case yeah. you're wondering. No, yeah. but you did famously like that look. I did. Well, I wore that shirt for the Brits. And that went mm-hmm. well. Yes, exactly. And, we try um, not to give him flashbacks about the Brits, usually, especially not in the first link. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think... My nose is bleeding. My nose is bleeding. <laughs> It was the nineties. I think that um, <laughs> not Kelly, for me, dear. Kelly Maloney, yeah, was Frank Maloney, yeah. I think looks absolutely amazing. Well, I'll tell you what's I'm not being sarcastic. The makeup's good. The hair's good. No, the clothes not, are good. I, I, because um, when I heard he'd become a lady, I didn't, I didn't have high hopes. No, because I thought you know he was, a, but he's yeah. I think he was right. I mm-hmm. think he's he's done the right thing. I um, but when I saw the picture in the paper, I absolutely thought it was Lorraine Kelly. Mm-hmm. Oh, Frank, what? Well, I'm saying he looked great. So what's the problem with you that? You think there's like a homage thing going well, like, on? Well, the fact that he's chosen the name Kelly, I think he's a yeah, sort yeah. of a tribute band yeah, yeah. to Lorraine Kelly. I can see that. Yeah. He's the new Bjorn again. Yes. What he's done, which I respect, uh, he hasn't he hasn't gone OTT, which no. I like. Hasn't gone OTT with the nails. He looks great. No. Good anyway, hair. so that's great news to start the show. Mm. Frank Maloney has pulled it off. <laughs> but actually, I've, I don't know if it was pulled. <laughs> I think it was. Uh, I think it was severed. Um, nevertheless, um, what is wrong with you? What I didn't. I what meant, is actually wrong? I with meant. You? Oh, it's a verbal I, slip. That it was. It's a verbal. Do you know a verbal slip when you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he was wearing a verbal slip. <laughs> I know, a thermal slip. (laughs) Sorry, I uh, misread that. It's very cold up here at the moment. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm I'm staying in a very nice uh, flat Mm. in uh, Edinburgh. I'm staying in a a, friend's of mine own a flat in Edinburgh, so I'm staying in their flat, which is lovely. Does it have any moth problems? Um, No, why have I got... Because I'm paying quite a lot of money. Not to friends, and my mm. flat has. Uh, has now a this is five. a Givenchy top. It's supposed to have those holes in. All right. Well, look at you then. You haven't got. <laughs> no, you've got. You've, you've got moths. Got moths. Yeah. That's it. That's all I've got. Just wondered if have, you have if got any Edinburgh have pandemic. They, have they done anything uh, bad? Well, they fly around when you turn a light on at night. I find that somewhat startling. But they're not, you know, big you, terrifying moths. You need to moths. put all your knitwear in the freezer. Yeah. Do I? Yes. Yeah, I was thinking that actually. It stinks. <laughs> is, is this a code? Is <laughs> kill the bacteria? Yeah. No, I uh, I had a friend who had a phobia about a, a moth would fly in his mouth. Mm-hmm. 
and he was uh, properly frightened if a moth appeared, even a tiny moth. Really? Let alone those ones when their eyes come out on sort of stalks things. A behemoth. A behemoth. <laughs> they're the particularly, uh, they're the worst. So anyway, I'm staying up there, and occasionally the uh, the, the daughter of my um, friends... Oh, yeah. She's, um, oh, she's still there, is she? Well, she's there occasionally. She works and, and stuff. So she um, she's 21. Very nice. Okay. And... Um, I, I put Boz down in the uh, in the afternoon. Um, Boz down in the afternoon is the uh, new rival to Steve Wright. <laughs> yeah, on Radio One Extra. And, it's a um, bit more sort of garage. I can imagine a Radio One Extra show called Boz Down in the Afternoon. Uh, I can yeah, totally. Sounds yeah. good. So um, I'd, I'd listen to that. What if that was presented by Kelly Maloney? That would be my favourite show. <laughs> it would be with that. What's he called? Rabadinus Spook or something. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it'd be with him. Scroobius Pippi means. Oh, oh yes. Like Scroobius yes, Pippi. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, actually, I'm going to write that down. That's, that's going to be my next uh, Rob Agin. I love spook. that he said Rob Agin spook and I knew he meant Scroobius Pippi. No, well, no, because I was grasping for it mm. and you saw me reach out. I did. You held my hand. It was a trapeze moment, mm-hmm. yeah. which one gets on this show so rarely. Can anyway, buzz down in the afternoon. Yeah, so anyway, um, Buzz started crying. Oh. Well. That's a shame. Um, now you know what my sense of direction is like. It's oh. legendary poor. So I ran down to um push the door open and there's um there's the daughter of the house sitting on her bed with uh, a laptop looking at me um a little surprised. Oh. Thank God she was decent. Was she clothed? No, she was decent, thank God for that. Mm-hmm. And um, you I can't said, burst in on people like that. I, though, I, no, I thought <laughs> I, I was heading for Bozzy's room, but I've only been there ten days. Oh. I haven't worked out the. And um, wow. your honour. And the thing is, yeah, well, that was it. <laughs> because what about her honour? <laughs> but I, um, I said, um, I said, oh, oh, sorry, 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 I got lost. <laughs> oh yeah. And I thought that I, I got lost. That didn't. Yeah. Unless you know about my sense of direction, <laughs> that's not going to sound very. That sounds the sort of excuse Robin Asquith would have come up with in Confessions of a Lodger, a comedian lodger. Yeah, but he'd have been naked, obviously. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Did I mention I was naked? Were you? (laughs) No. Um, No, but, oh, God, it was... Because I just know, if you you knew me, you'd you'd know that that's completely... I get lost in buildings and that. Well, we're all very easily believing that you could do that, but I don't know if the listenership... And it's no good telling people after you've done it, because that sounds like... That's just that poor woman, everything to live for, Googling (laughs) exciting bands and your little Birmingham face creeping up on her. I know, it must have been. (laughs) Creeping up makes it sound worse (laughs) than barging in. It must be be like that moment in the uh, fairy tale when Rumpelstiltskin first turns (laughs) (laughs) up. That's what I would imagine it was like. A wizened old face suddenly comes around the door, entering the world of youth. No, wrong. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Um, we've had an email I just thought I'd uh, bring to your attention. Don't bring me into it. Uh, it's called A Day at the Cricket. Frank, Emily and Alan, I hope you're well. This is aimed mainly towards Frank, as I know Emily and Alan find cricket incredibly dull. Is that don't true bring, of you? Don't bring or is that up. just me? Well, you say that, but uh, Derek Pringle was one of my first crushes. Yeah. There you go. And that. I think I told you once I used to play press conferences when I was a child. Other people played with dolls. I played press conferences. I still do that, of course, as the uh, Barcelona manager. Of course you do. But I played a game, Frank, where Derek Pringle and I had announced our engagement. And I'd say, "Um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, (laughs) We don't have much to say at this time, but I will tell you we're very happy. Thank you. Thank you. I thought that's all you'd say. Why would there be a press conference? Because Derek Pringle married. Actually, I was about 12, so maybe there wouldn't be. Then the son asked something about um, about the big bed, because he's like six foot. Yeah, yeah. Everyone went, oh, for goodness sake. (laughs) I'd rehearse getting up. I was at that press conference. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The email continues. I went for the Daily Sketch (laughs) at the time as a reporter. Uh, Thanks, Skinner. Dandy magazine. (laughs) This is aimed mainly towards Frank, as I know Emily and Alan find cricket incredibly dull, but is Frank thinking of going to the T20 finals day at Edgebaston next Saturday? I know that it's a sellout, and I imagine he has enough contacts to wangle a ticket, but would he be interested in coming with me and my mate? <laughs> we have a spare ticket, and it would be brilliant if he could join us. Don't worry about the show, I'll write you a note to get you out of it. 
I think the Albion are away that weekend, so you have no excuses. Cheers, well, I have some Ian. excuses, as I have a, a radio show and a stand-up show in Edinburgh. You're right, you're a note. Um, I know, but what would be the nature of the note? You'll have to write Frank, me 500 it? notes That's for my audience. Yeah. That's 500. <laughs> Any other notes. comics in Edinburgh who are listening? <laughs> Five, zero, zero. <laughs> um, Big man. Big man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they're all over 60 I mean look at you know <laughs> there's ups and downs in everything <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't I'd love to go to the T20 final but with Ian or would you uh, with, I'd go with Ian he sounds alright you'd go with any. he sounds alright he does he's yeah. pitched it quite nicely he's offered me a free ticket oh yeah so that means he sounds alright yeah no that would have been uh, great maybe next time maybe next time as Ian. Boz would say maybe later <laughs> <laughs> maybe later what about Simon Art Dealer? Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. Rebursting in on people. Oh, yeah. The first time I stayed the night at my girlfriend's flat, I accidentally opened the door to her bedroom, thinking it was the living room, to find her preparing herself while singing Beyonce's If You Want It, Then You've Got to Put a Ring on It. <laughs> we are now separated. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he not love Beyonce? That would be embarrassing, like wouldn't it, if a man it. walked in and caught you doing that. Oh. Well, what, putting a ring on it? No. Singing it to yourself. Singing it yeah, to yeah. yourself. I think, oh yeah, I suppose it is a bit threatening. I hadn't mm -hmm. really felt that that aspect of it, but of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm getting married in the morning, of course, <laughs> I, I would have been singing. Generational thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we've all got that. that that's, uh, I hadn't thought of that. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still working the show out. Slightly, just slightly chasing the game at the moment. Don't worry, I'm catching up. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So, I, I don't know if, if, if you found this, uh, Al, but when you're up here doing a show in Edinburgh, do you ever think about next year's show and what that might be? Yes. Yeah, that oh, happens. Oh, really? Because you spend half your time thinking, oh, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> yeah. And the other half thinking, oh, maybe next year I could do a... Uh, mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what I've noticed this year. As, as, in fact, most years, there's lots of um, shows... There's always shows about pe you know real people. There's mm. always like you know the Edith Piaf story and stuff yeah. like that. And there's um, Russell Grant story. Well, mm -hmm. that's him though, mm. I think. Oh, but yeah. I'm on about like, like there's a Morecambe and Wise uh, yep. thing, and there's a Stan Laurel. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. people do. So there's shows about comedians. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, why why do they have to be comedians from the past? Oh yeah, right. So I thought, wouldn't it be great to do a show about a contemporary? comedian in which I play that comedian not not get their permission or anything well who are you thinking I'm thinking um, the Al Murray story <laughs> I'm thinking I could call it Al by myself I was thinking Al by myself you know yeah, yeah. reference to the Eric Carmen hit oh. and I could come on and do the and play out not even tell him you just find out sort of accidentally when he's up here I mean not completely you know Lovely. Well, when uh, you say not even tell them, I think your shared management company might have something yeah, to say about it. Yeah, if he walks through the office and sees a poster could, with your face on it, I don't think he could legally stop me. When he says it, no. When he says like you know the pub landlord outfit on a poster, but my face, <laughs> I'd have to have my head shaved. Yeah, you got it. You know, Frank, you anything go that results in you saying to a, a colleague. I don't think you can legally stop me. <laughs> doesn't sound like a good yeah. plan. No further action. No for friendship. I, <laughs> I don't think you have to get um, like Malcolm and Wise's a state's permission to do a play about Malcolm and Wise, do you? I don't think. Well, our management's very laid back, so yeah, I they can't imagine there'd be a problem. <laughs> I think, I think it'd be a great idea. Yeah, I think It doesn't have to idea. be Al, if Al was touchy about it. Graham Norton, you get mistaken for him every now and again. Yeah, you? I could, yeah, do, you could do it. What I was thinking well, about you could Al. do the Stephen Tompkinson story. Yeah. Yeah, but are they going to come and see that? Peter Capaldi? <laughs> are they going to come and see any of it, Frank? Peter Capaldi's story, that could be great. That'd be selling. Yeah, I like that Frank thinks they won't come and see the Stephen Tompkinson story well, but they'll come be. and see you doing all the others <laughs> Paul Coyer I was thinking he's big in, in uh, Scotland who's Paul Coyer he's, um, oh there you go the tickets are selling hot hotcakes that's the title right there who's Paul Coyer who's Paul Coyer <laughs> yeah I um, I could uh, Hail and Pace in which I play both parts oh, no he I could be Alan Cochran could be one of them Hail and Pace you two I don't think don't, so. Don't put us in a difficult position. Like <laughs> that, 
you know, that's like one of those moments when somebody in the locker room says, uh, Martina, you could play with Sue Barker. In the, and she's going, oh, well, actually, I, I, I promised um, I would speak to uh, Chrissy about uh, you put me in a difficult position now. Yes. Um, well, you know, I tell you an interesting thing as well, is I did a bad thing with Al. Um, Al um, toured with me on my first ever tour, and he told me a story that had happened to him, and I was on a panel show on the telly, and I Uh-oh. told the story. I credited it to him, but even oh, so... Okay. No, but even so, it was his story. Obviously, I wouldn't have stolen it. No, that's but not I, your style. But I never asked his permission to use it. And, was uh, there any comeback? He was all right about it, because he was quite new at the time, yeah, but I felt, I, I, felt I slightly pulled rank, and I wasn't much, you know, I'd only just... Um, Won the Perrier, but um, <laughs> it was. Um, I'll t- I'll tell. I'll run it by you briefly. Well, you're going to tell it again. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> now he's, what's wrong with you? Now I can't. I can't damage him. Now he's he's invincible. He's a big star now. Um, but he um, yeah he did a he did a gig in. He used to do um, um, guns and stuff on stage, impressions of guns okay. and explosions yep. and stuff. And there's a bit where he used to throw a lot of people into an aeroplane propeller. He did all the sound effects <laughs> of that. It's very it was brilliant. Yeah. And um, and uh, he did it in Germany, and he said, usually this bit gets, um, you know, a sort of people going, oh, he said, but you Germans, you seem to be fine with me killing people. Mm. And a bloke at the back, a voice from the back went, careful. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I told that, and I thought it'd be great. In the one-man show when I'm playing out, I could also play me, you know, when they, they do another person. Yeah. So I could actually... I'd go out of the owl and play me, say in a grey wig, uh-huh. and uh, that wouldn't that be like in a, a real grey ma- wig? <laughs> yeah, because I'll have had my head shaved to be to be owl. Are you not yeah. following this? So this whole Frank thing sounds owl, pretty half baked. Well, no, when um, Frank is playing owl, there will be a point where Frank is playing owl, who's playing Frank? Yeah, who's that, retelling a story of owl? And I mean, it's going to be complex. For oh God, the fourth <laughs> wall will be more. It's like going to be awful. Wall. Is what it's going to be? No, I think it's going to turn things around for both of us. I think it's going to be Brechtian. <laughs> Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. So, uh, this is uh, Frank Skinner's show at Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? This heart is not the first heart wrong. What are you doing? Is this that dream that you had? No, so it's all come back to me. Oh, I did. Um, I, I stepped on the cockerel's toes a bit this week. Oh, did you? I what did, did you just do? a minute. Oh, oh, how was that? Which I regard as cockerel country. Yeah. Who's How many that? times have you done it, Al? I don't know. I've done it a, a lot. Well, no, is probably, that Nicholas Parsons? Yeah, it's that thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe five or six. You know, the yeah. I'm a, as Nicholas Parsons said, I was a just a minute virgin, a new player oh. of the game. They slightly patronise you when you're new on it. Yeah, but I was, I was happy to be patronised. It's so hard. It's oh, the most is it hard? hard. Oh, God. Is it? It's impossible to play. Oh, he's clever, the old cop. Well, no, I'm rubbish at it, but they keep booking me. It's a clerical error. I thought it was a documentary about lovemaking when I first got here. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that's a proper joke, isn't it, that? Here we go. It is, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Nicely done. Thanks. Um, yeah, it was, uh, oh, God, it's hard. It's proper. Is it? Do you ever listen to it? Yeah, um, I've heard it. Oh, I've, uh, I've sampled its wares. It's one of those things. I did it because, um, uh, it's it's nice to tick off a list of doing yes. some BBC institutions. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done yes. Match of the Day, Panorama. Top of the Pops. Top I the have pops that I've with um, relationships. It's like, it's nice to be asked out on a date by Shaquille O'Neal. Everyone mm-hmm. has to tick that off on their box. Yes, I don't <laughs> have that one, I must admit. Okay, well, there's still but time. I've got Test Match Special. <laughs> That's any good to you. My dream, of course, is the shipping forecast. Oh, but, um, yeah. It's the email that's never come. Oh. They ought to have celebrity shipping forecast things. Oh, can you imagine that? You mean, can't have Ruby you know, Wax doing what's that. What's the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, so um, I did it, and it was uh, very difficult. Who else was on it, then? Um, well, it, it was it was like the big guns were oh. on. Sue Perkins, Paul Merton, and Giles Brand. Not Sue Perkins wow. again. You two. I know. We, yeah. are, we were saying that. Can't we get are, a sheet of paper between you we've two. We've been roughly <laughs> thrown together by fate. I love you as a couple, a celebrity celebrity uh, couple. Oh, thank you so much. Mm. Um, you haven't heard about me and Kelly Maloney. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Maloney. Um, 
it's difficult for a comic, as they, as they were pointing out, because you want to leave gaps when you're a comic. Yeah, yeah. You want to leave pauses if you say something funny, but you can't leave any pauses at all. Yeah. Mm. Are you good at it now, Al? No, <laughs> really not. <laughs> but I, I still quite like playing it. It's very, very difficult indeed. Mm. Um, also, I was going to ask you a point. I didn't interrupt at one. I mean, in case you don't know the game, if anyone... Um, Re- repetition, hesitation, hesitation deviation. Or, or deviation, that's the thing. Mm. And um, No good on this show, then. Charles no. Brandreth said, so I stopped off for a double espresso, and I was going to um, interrupt for repetition of espresso. <laughs> that's good. That's because funny. it was a double espresso. And then I thought, is that the sort of thing that they'll say, that's very clever? Yeah. Or will they say, you are completely breaking the spirit of <laughs> I, the game? I don't no, know, I, I like the generic said. voice you've given them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's very clever. That is the <laughs> voice of Radio 4, though. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Parsons. Yeah. What a great man, Nicholas Parsons. Amazing. 91 in October. Mm-hmm. Handsome, too. And I believe he was in, was it The Curse of Fenric? Was it? Yeah. It was a Doctor Who ep. He's got it going on Is that still. Right? Yeah, I think it was it. Oh, you know, he's amazing. Oh, he's gorgeous looking. Um, that's how I want to be. It's lovely. I went you to can get away with it on radio, you see. It's, it's the face that puts people off on telly. But I figure I can stay on radio forever. <laughs> Do you think? Well, that's my other idea for next year. I'll come to this in a minute. To stay on radio forever. No, to do a children's show. <laughs> what? Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. So I've been to a few shows. Oh, what As you know, I'm to? doing uh, Cat in the Hat, I saw. Oh, yeah, is it good? Yeah, it's good. Buzz absolutely loved it. Oh, really good. It was... Uh, the cat in the cat in the hat mm-hmm. does sound a bit like um, George from Rainbow you know that's a dog yeah a lot of that dog that was funny you do that well yeah, you could do much. that show well I think Rainbow will be back won't it we could do that dungarees the three of us <laughs> oh, can you thought, imagine actually. the three of us as the, as the characters and then well, Jane da- and Freddie Daisy as the human being <laughs> no. who played the human no, being she's zippy okay I think the human being in it I think he ended up, if I remember right. You say the, there were three. There was Rod, Jane, and Freddie. Yeah. I know, but they they didn't um, they didn't mingle, did they? What they do you no, mean? No mingling. They didn't mingle with like, the creatures. Like Laurel and Hardy, they didn't see each other. <laughs> no, they, after were like, they were a separate entity. Are you where, talking about Bungle? No, Bungle was uh, the bear. Yeah, I'm on a bear. He was incredibly. What camp. was the human being? Jeffrey. Called? Jeffrey. Yeah. Bungle would say, "Oh, Jeffrey." He ended I'm up. I'm so uh, sorry. He worked on the. Uh, <laughs> Meat counter at uh, Sainsbury's in Richmond. Bungle did. What, uh, no, Jeffrey. Sure, I would have seen Bungle. Let, they wouldn't let Bungle, oh, Bungle, Bungle on, handle after. food. Yeah, they, they don't want velour on the. Uh, well, on you know the those beard nets. Lights. I mean, imagine how much you would have had to oh, put God, on. He'd just be in a net suit. <laughs> exactly. Do you know a net suit? It's very. Uh, Is that the suit that the net the, wears? She's one of the top um, fashion designers now in the Why country. was Bungle so camp? There was no need for it. Well, Children's the cat in the hat was quite camp. Oh, was it? Children's telly camp was part yeah, of the thing. Yeah, that's true. Ridiculous. That it's, it's, well, well this is it. Sick. I'm thinking, I, I've seen... Uh, oh, it's, uh, Boz absolutely love cat in the hat, so I mean, that's what it's all about, is, is you know, mm-hmm. how the children like it. But um, yeah. I do keep thinking that there is a market up here for, um, for a kid show, and I'd love to... Uh, if only... If, uh, my face again is my problem. I'd have to, I'm thinking Granddad Frank. It could be the character. You have to justify the fact that you, you sound, are not. He sounds a bit unsavoury. Would you no. grow whiskers? Would you go with the full beard? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. And what, I, would I, I might, what would your shtick be? I might let the hair and nose stuff go a bit, <laughs> just to you know, just so they can identify a bit the kids. Something for them to swing on. You do a Dennis Healy. <laughs> yeah. um, so, when, with your show, what's your shtick, Frank? You can't just call it Granddad Frank. Have you thought it through? I'm thinking of a of a rocking chair that is um, actually moves that I can go around Edinburgh oh, with, yeah. with uh, giving out leaflets on a rocking chair, <laughs> like a Stanner stairlift for, for the yeah, outdoors. Like yeah, so I've got the marketing sorted. I just don't have to show you. Going right up the How common that is as a theme I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. 
Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean, Alan Cochran. Text the show on eight twelve fifteen with those Jean Genet answers. <laughs> I think Five Live are doing the same oh, texting, so you're aware. Oh, oh no. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. They're doing um Is Jean Genie a pun on Jean Genet? And um, they're running it alongside um, which character from Star Trek does Sam Allardyce look most like? <laughs> That's yeah. this morning's. If anyone wants to text in the Five Live without having to listen, you can just do it via. <laughs> we'll tell you what they are. We'll keep you posted on the Five Live's textings, and we've you can listen uh, to us and text them. We've had a s- seven six zero has just texted saying no, so I'm assuming that that's an okay. answer to the Bowie question. Okay, that's good to know. Take that off. A whole hour has passed in this show, and we haven't mentioned Bieber Belieber. Uh, what? So I'm going to put that to rights. And he's ever in the news. Isn't he? There's a Bieber Belieber. I mean, I have Bieber Belieber alerts on my phone now. Do you? Do you? And it's been going crazy this week, Frank. Because I think things are turning a corner finally for Bieber. He doesn't often have a quiet week, though, to be fair no. to Bieber. <laughs> well, How old is Bieber now 20? Is he? Yeah. Brilliant. He uh, beautiful. Well, he you is, know, he had that race, that unfortunate. What I'm going to call that unfortunate incident with, with the racing the, car. Oh the yeah, drag yeah. Racing. they thought that they were drag racing. Yeah, mm-hmm. his uh, lovely father was in the car at the time. Oh I yes, yes. My age. He's a nice dad, mm-hmm. and he's now agreed. They let him off because he's taking anger management classes mm. and a fifty thousand dollar fine. Okay. But I know with the anger management, which I think will work. You know, I wanted to do that once. I looked into it. Well, genuinely, Kat's been, been persuading me to do it for years. Anger management. Yeah. No offence, but you obviously haven't done it yet. <laughs> well, I think I do it every day. What about that? You're Can not. An, you're not an angry type. No, I am. I a... think. I think there's a slight bit of thoughtlessness gone into this. I mean, if you were one of the other people going to anger management classes. Mm. And Justin Bieber walked in. Would you or would you not lose your temper a little bit? Because <laughs> Bieber, I mean, he's, he polarises opinion, doesn't he? I think he? I'd just scream. Yeah, mm. I mean, when he walked in, it must be people, like, bleeping. Mm. Like, people would be livid. I don't know, it would be, you'd be, you wouldn't be able to believe your lot, would you? I mean, <laughs> believe think you wouldn't believe your lot. I know one of the things they teach you at anger management. Oh, yeah. One of the first things they say is, if you feel angry, they say, how old do you feel right now? Oh, do they? Well, that's a way to calm you, isn't it? <laughs> well, I'm out of there within five minutes. <laughs> but no, but the... you could take advantage of anger, Matt. I mean, I've always thought that you could write a book f- um, about self-assertiveness mm. and you could write on the blurb on the back, you have to buy this book. Because the people who are looking at a self-assertiveness book wouldn't be able to. They'd be like, <laughs> I better buy it. Uh-huh. And oh, then you'd be that's a nice sales. exploiting people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you can help them in the book, just want the money, that's all. <laughs> so he's got over the anger because he'll do the management course, Frank. I didn't realise, by the way, I thought I read this week, he, he's a fellow follower of the Nazarene. I didn't realise oh, that. Oh, yeah, Bieber Believer. I going didn't to Bible know that. study. Yeah. Got, yeah. The Holy Bible, I call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that, though. That's a new one on me. Yeah, I thought he was a non believer. I bet he's got a tattoo. <laughs> I bet he's got one of those tattoos saying, Only God can judge me. Oh. Well, yeah. apparently, just, just above think, his left buttock. He texted, wrong, he, t- he, he tweeted, God is good or something, and it got retweeted something like 580,000 times. Yeah. Do you think the Vatican is following that tweet? Because they're on, on the old Twitter as well, well now, so aren't they? God is good. Yeah, I hope they had rights for that. I think they're at a manager management course. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Here it comes, here it comes. What better? This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We're talking about Bieber playing the greatest hits. <laughs> yeah, so but that's the fourth radio um, slogan. It just happens to be on the wall here. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Can we just put Bieber on hold? Oh. to say that we've had a text in from one six three saying, Frank, you can join our children's show next year if you wish. Perhaps an animal circus, and you can fly on a trapeze. That's from Bambino Beats, and they leave a kiss. Oh no, I went to Bambino Beats this week. Really? Um, what happened? It's well, I took I took Boz there because we'd had a, 
we'd had a few um, not so good kid show experiences. I thought you were saying you'd had a few then. I was thinking this <laughs> but, sounds uh, like a uh, worrying story. But Bambi- Bambino Beats was lovely. It was um, it was three ladies in what I still call Madonna microphones. Oh, oh lovely. Yeah, those ones that yeah. come round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should, they'll always be called that. Oh, they'll always be that. Good. And uh, I was... Uh, I went there. There was a, there was a few. Da- Often I go to these groups in London. I'm the only dad. Mm-hmm. It's all moms, but there was a couple of dads. I was the only person in well, the suit. That's why you go to them. Well, yeah. You don't get many suits at no. uh, kids things, but um, I'm like the American dad, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it was great, and it was uh, there was lots of props, and we did you know wiggly woo. Mm-hmm. We did. We did um, five little monkeys jumping on the bed. It had everything. Was there any um, flying on trapezes or animal circus? There was a, a lots of animal-themed songs and animal puppetry, monkeys right. and stuff. But Boz loved it. I'd, uh, if you're in Edinburgh, I'd say Cat in the Hat or Bambino Beats would be a good, good thing for the kids. Part of our role here, I yeah. suppose. Or both, if shows. you're a high earner. I saw the uh, Doctor Who musical this week as well, I Need a Doctor. I would also recommend that. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. How was it? I tell you what, I did though. I did that thing. I went with Gareth. Remember her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of a more appropriate person to go with. Yeah, Gareth, who, who used to be in the Cockrell's chair in the old days for any, any new readers, and um, yeah, it was very, very fine. We laughed, we cried. Did you dress up? Um, I. Uh, no, I didn't. Oh my God, I thought you dressed up, you people. <laughs> you people. That would have been brilliant if we'd gone. <laughs> No, but they like to dress up, don't they? Yeah, no, it would have been good. If I you'd gone dressed up as a TARDIS and it was a really small theatre and you could have gone, it's like a TARDIS in here. <laughs> was it an actual musical? Yeah, it's a musical. They sing about being... Well, they have to be careful because of rights. They don't have I'll rights. they do. Oh. Um, but I don't, I don't want to do spoilers. But it, no. I'll tell you what, though. Um, I, did, I, did that, I didn't do it, but... Mm. One of the things I've always had problems with over the years, even though it, it can be helpful, is it, so, someone will come and see your show and they'll say, I really enjoyed the show. I was thinking, though, one joke you could have done and oh, you didn't no. do. And uh, do you do that, Al? I, I try and disengage from that sort do of Do people do it to you? Uh, I, as it happens, you did it to me about four <gasps> years ago. Oh, oh, oh no! Ow! But, <laughs> but you tiptoed towards it, and uh, and did I said, "All right, well, let's hear it then." And yeah, it was uh, it was did, fine. It's fine. And did you use it? It was a thing that I had already done, and just oh, sure sort of it was. That's what everybody <laughs> says if it's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd already thought of that. I just dropped it tonight. <laughs> yeah. People always do that. Dropped it for time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was running over the hour. Exactly. <laughs> this is awful. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely awful. I don't think it is. But I kept thinking of things because it was about Doctor Who. I thought, oh, you could have done a joke about, it. but I didn't. I didn't go back no. and do it. You don't want to be that person. Well, the marriage of musicals and Doctor Who worries me. Mm. Let's well, face it, marriage isn't often a word that's mentioned with the Doctor Who fans. <laughs> <laughs> there you go again. There ought to be, you know, these the things have spread. We've got, we've got, you know, everyone's protected now from this sort of abuse. Yeah. Even the goths now. You can't ever go to the goths. No. But um, for some reason, this is still, in inverted commas, acceptable. <laughs> Skinner. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. What about when Daisy, the producer, just said she'd been to the cinema at the Edinburgh Festival and you were disgusted? Mm. <laughs> well, you do feel it's somewhere that you might go and see live entertainment if you're mm-hmm. at the Edinburgh Festival. Two minutes walk from my venue, might I add. <laughs> <laughs> Have I you mean, been to the Alan show? Walk past, probably walk past your door to go. Can I ask you a question? Have you been to either Alan show or Frank's show? <gasps> she knows which side of bread's bottom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look after Daddy Bear or Bungle, as I call him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what about Bieber? Yeah. He's also he's got a fan in the shape of Rita Ora. And actually, Rita Ora, not just a similar no, this body. Is someone shape. in the shape. It's a, it's a sort of a, <laughs> void, a strange void in oh. the. Uh, now, if I was a gentleman, I'd find her rather hot. Well, I know what you mean, but Rita Ora. I like Rita Ora because it sounds like a short extract from the Greek alphabet. <laughs> Alpha, Beta, Rita, Ora. Also, mm-hmm. if that was your child, you so would have called it Kia. You couldn't have resisted no, it. No, I'd have called her Nora. <laughs> Nora Ora. Um, but she... Uh, is it not true that 
any... I mean, I think she is attractive, but any woman who has really blonde hair and bright red lippy looks great. Do you think so? Well, let's say... If we take Julie Goodyear as the control in this experiment rather than an example of that. Julie Goodyear, maybe not, but... I think yeah, that's how you uh, that's how you do it, isn't it? You get blonde hair and red lippy, and you look great. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think I've em, seen. Em, I'm her. looking to you for an answer. You know okay. about these things. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what I. Th- I don't think that's true. Actually, I think it works probably up to the age of about twenty-three. Right. Okay. How old is that? That's, that's not a bad innings for, for beauty. No. How old is Risa Aura? And then well, I think she's rather marvellous looking, mm-hmm. I have to say. I know what you mean. It requires a great deal of maintenance, the blonde hair and the red lippy look. Yeah. And the yeah. roots start coming through and it all looks a bit cor- Coronation Street matriarch. But mm-hmm. I mean, you you sort of, it's a sort of an Andy Warhol thing, you know, block of red, blood, blo- block of yeah, white. Yeah. And it, it's sort of very appealing. Yeah, okay. Anyway, she so fancies, they'd make she a beautiful Peter. couple. Well, yeah, she yeah. was asked on a show yes. um, by Makita Oliver. Gosh. You don't see so much of these days. Yeah. She used to go to a club in um, in West London and take her, she used to take a little dog in with her. <laughs> Honestly, that, on a lead. Strange yeah. person for you to have gossip tidbits <laughs> about. It's just like, would Is you that remarkable? A, where did you read that? Would you take a dog to a club? Me and the Whippet are always out on the tiles. We're having a right old time. Wow. Where did you find we're like, this? We're like really heavy techno, me and the Whippet, but I suppose different strokes for different folks. I like um, Frank reading his little chat magazine or pick me up. <laughs> That's no, where I found saw that. it. I actually saw it. What, with your own eyes? the last time I was in a club. Wow. I think it was 20 years ago. Mikita asked Rita... Oh, I'm liking it so far. Uh, apparently, you know, should do you fancy him? To which Rita said, who doesn't? Well, it's yeah. a good question. It Who is. doesn't? Who he's doesn't? He's a good-looking chap. I think maybe Sir Jonathan Miller. He probably doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If you do. see, I think he would. He would have made a great. Um, I don't know if I can say this on Breakfast Radio. Yeah, okay. but he, he was. He's, Let's yeah. go with a vuncular figure. Yes. Yes. No, but he's a, he's cool. Well. He's a handsome boy. No one could doubt that. He is. She also said that she likes how he's evolved, which I thought, given that the same story <laughs> mentions that he's going to Bible study, seems a bit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now I think though I'd remember reading that up until the age of twelve he was an amphibian. Right. <laughs> nice. I remember reading that. So yeah. I, I know what she means. He's probably been taught that that didn't happen now. Oh, I love. I well, love I his ascent of that. Is a very stereotypical view of the followers of the Nazarene. Yep. She says she likes his stance as well. I like his stance. I think that's because of the baggy trousers, though. He has to sort of put his feet out wide, otherwise they slip down. So yeah. he's just doing like a horse stance almost. A horse I like stance. I yeah. like being attracted to someone for their stance, though. It's a sort of curious thing Frank would say. I know what you say. But stance. I met that's I met what makes um, me giggle. I met Sid, Sid Charisse once. You remember him? No, Sid Charisse. Sid Charisse. Was oh, the this entire show is peppered with people I'm totally unaware of. She's by a the very way. glamorous uh, Hollywood musicals dancer. Yeah, she right. was in American in Paris, I believe. And I met her. She, yes, she was. She was uh, eighty when I met her. Mm-hmm. Insured her legs for a million pounds. She'd got that, did she? Mm. I thought that was the girl. That was Betty Grable. No, they it? all do it. Okay. Um, I, I never believe their stories. I know. You don't go to an insurance company and say I want to insure this bit for. I just don't believe. It. Anyway, um, she had a, a straight back like an ironing board situation. She was eighty, mm. and I can see how, how, how posture can draw someone in, regardless mm-hmm. of any other bits. Okay. So what about that? That's my um, Bieber. Well, it was. It's more of a Sid Charisse thought. That's <laughs> a, <laughs> this also is how, five this is how people of my age talk about the quarantine idols. We have to take it back to Sid Charisse. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I think it, I think it worked. I think we got away with it. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. You know what I haven't discussed on this show. Uh, the National Health Service. No. Okay. Um, the theatrical technique of alienation. <laughs> oh, no, I th- I'm sure I yeah. have discussed that at some point. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. We've tried it. We've done it a bit. <laughs> we- Take, for example, my Jean Genet texting. <laughs> <laughs> my complaints about first class. Uh, I trailed on the show Can last I say week. for a second, I thought you had your leg up on the desk <laughs> and that was your knee next to your chin. There's a large foam microphone. 
And I thought it was, I thought you'd got black leggings on and that was your knee. And I thought, goodness me, she's flexible in the extreme. Mm -hmm. Stop taking those mushrooms. Mm. I trailed last week. I mentioned. Yeah, I was going to mention that. En passant. (laughs) En passant. En passant. Are you going to mention that too? Yeah. That I'd been to see Jim Davidson. Oh, yes. Oh, I, no, you haven't told us about this. You've kept it back. Yeah. Well, a, well, wouldn't you? A number of the readers have been in touch with me, and they're all very keen to know what, what it was like. Well, we all are. Yeah. Well. I've noticed, by the way, before you um, enter this world, that mm. uh, I've met a few people who have said, oh, I saw you the other night. It was great. I've seen you, and I've seen Jim Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to be on the same to-do list. Oh, dear. You say to-do list. I think there's already a structure that exists in the mathematical world called the uh, Venn diagram. You're, yes. you're in the same part of the Venn diagram. And, uh, and, div- and uh, that's not how I... <laughs> no. see, I think it was Robert Burns, a local man, who <laughs> said, what a gift, a gift, a gift to see ourselves as others. <laughs> I know, I remember he said that to me, but I deleted the message, it was too long. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I, I sent back, gius, question mark. <laughs> Predictive text problem. <laughs> So, Frank... Uh, I thought he was trying to spell uh, guys. It was, the, of course, Richard Wilson's character in Merlin. Is that right? Mm. Carry on, anyway. I went to see Jim Davidson. It was at the venue... Is it the Mound or the, the Rainy Hall, I believe, or something? Mm. The Rainy Hall? Yes, it's called the Rainy wow. Hall. Oh, lovely. It's called No Further Action. Mm. Yeah, let's not dwell on that No, too much. we won't dwell on that. Okay. Does he, though? Does he, does he get any title? further action? He, no, he's married. Does he dwell on the title of yes, the show? Yes, he does. Let's not talk about that. There's okay. an hour devoted to that. Some wow. aspects of it quite bleak. <laughs> I was a little bit... I'm Yowza. not. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit ashamed walking in. Oh, really? Well, I just don't feel I'm the typical Jim Davidson uh, demographic. Mm. So I had my laminates, so I waved them as if to say I'm with the show or I'm... Right, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a or something like that. Yeah. And I kept saying, I'll, I'll wait back here, shall I? I'll wait here, John <laughs> or something, yeah. to make a name up. Yeah. <laughs> there were people looking, Guardian readers, and... Oh God, what it, were they doing there? It felt like a picket line. They were seeing other shows, right. more left-wing shows. Oh, I said, so you mm. don't mean in the JD no, uh, arena. They were looking at me, mm. they were judging. Okay. I should have worn my Union Jack shirt and gone... <laughs> That the goddamn well. I st- I kept sticking my pass out. It was like I was at a crime scene. You sh- sorry, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd misheard oh, that. Dear. I was sticking my pass out. Oh, we'll no, get to well, that. Well, if, if you didn't have your knee up on the. Uh... Anyway, let's get to JD. I'm excited. Okay, so when I walk in, because I stuck my pass out so much, I got to sit with a man at the lighting desk. Oh, okay. And he said, "Do you want to come and sit up here with me?" I went, "No, oh, that'd be lovely." And Interesting offer, isn't it? It was. I quite liked it. Anyway, I said, well, I worked, obviously, I boasted. I said, yeah, yeah I worked at Frank Skinner show. He said, oh, Frank Skinner, yeah, he's the banjo player and the comic. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. The well, banjo player and the comic. What a gift, a gift, a gift <laughs> to see ourselves. Okay, so let's cut to the chase, Jim. Yeah. Jim's not changed a great deal. Oh. No. I mean, the experience has mellowed him a bit, but he refers to lefties a lot. Okay. He says, all these lefties up here, these lefties. I tell you what, everyone in the city, they're all bonkers, these lefties. So many bonkers people. I bet he's renting a flat and there's one of those left-handed tin openers and he's incandescent (laughs) with rage about it. Incandescent, I like. (laughs) (laughs) He pointed to a a lady in the audience. I won't say exactly what he said, but he he alluded to the fact that he felt she had some nice attributes. Oh. Oh. Using category C swear words. Oh. Oh. He said, oh, better not say that. The old sexist brigade will be on my case. Oh, I like it when people talk about brigades. <laughs> he talks I a lot a, about brigades. I love I a think. brigade reference. <laughs> <laughs> PC brigade. Oh, yeah. well, we did that as well. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because I'm being picketed by the boys brigade, who I wasn't expecting <laughs> at all. They're actually an official organisation. They are. I was in there. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, they're in uniform. It's only because I made a joke about the euphonium. <laughs> <laughs> The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Anyway, so I'm over at uh, the mound with Jim Davidson. <laughs> yeah. Not somewhere I ever wanted to be. <laughs> he's then saying, he's got his suit on with a slightly boot cut leg, I notice, on the suit. Oh, okay. Oh. Tailored, probably. He's ranting about Edinburgh. I used to do the summer season, you'd earn 500 grand. Now you've got to come up here with these weirdos. Spoilers. 
That's the only grand he used to get for Wow, Where did he say he did a summer season? I'm not going to spoil his material. No. How could one? But I will say, it's it's your classic gym. It's what you'd expect. Well, that's what they want, presumably. Yeah, but there is an hour-long period where he talks... He talks about what happened to him in his difficult year, and yeah. some of it is quite bleak. So it's, a, it's a, I mean, it's, it's gutsy to do that. Well, at the end, he says, look, I've got to earn a living, so this is how I'm going to wrap up the show. He doesn't end with a gag. He says, I'll be signing copies of my book downstairs in the bar. Okay. Oh, he's shifting merch. So well, he says, lot, thanks lot for your support. A lot of people doing that this year. Yeah. yeah, but there's a little school table, and by the time you leave, he's already sat there. He's run down there. And he's got the pen. Well, he doesn't want to miss anyone. <laughs> no. I'm not knocking a bloke for trying to make a living, for goodness sake. I showed him my pass. Really? Mm. <laughs> Did he sign it? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was... Uh, anyway, it's good that you... you know. I, that's what I like about you. You've got your broad-minded, postmodern head on up here. You've seen all sorts well, of yeah. crazy Yeah, I mean, stuff. the next day I went to see Circumcise Me. Pardon? <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and um, I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. How many times have I said that in my life? I wonder, but we have been slightly neglecting the email corner, I think, because we're so excited at being in Edinburgh. We're um, we're perhaps uh, ne- we're not we're not tending to it quite I as much can, as I we. Can, I can take I can take a hint. Shall we? I can take a hint. Email corner. Happy now? Yeah, uh, I've got an email <laughs> here. See if you can guess where it's come from. Good day, Emily, Alan, and Emily. Oh. Good day, Emily, Alan, and Emily. I wonder if that's a typo. Um, oh God, that's oh, reminds me of my child. Oh, we're doing a bed, you a like bed. a musical bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, listening to the podcast from a couple of weeks ago, I could not help but notice that when you were thinking of what you could name as a Skinner, Frank mentioned about calling a place Gordon. Actually, Gordon already exists in Victoria. Oh. And we also have a Donald and a train station Dennis. What? We do have a Frankston, <laughs> though, uh. and a Skinner Reserve. Enjoy your day, Cobbers. Rob from Melbourne, Australia. Can oh, I just say a Skinner say. Reserve uh, would be a great name? and mongrel. Skinner Reserve would be a great name for your non-alcoholic wine, wouldn't it? Yeah, or yeah. for a sherry named after the old white used to have a or, breakfast cereal. <laughs> what about make it alcoholic, put a real twist in the tail? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, what his name should have been was something like Frinton on Sea or something. So that, that, all the places there yeah. have got people names. It's interesting he mentions Donald. Was it Donald? Did he say? He says we have a Donald. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I did. Uh, I did a game show recently uh, for the, for the BBC. Mm-hmm. And was um, it a pilot or a real one? It was a pilot. It was and a show where Frank went shooting grouse. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. it wasn't. Uh, it was a game show. And one of the questions they played a take that track mm-hmm. oh I'd have got that and you Me had to too. you had to say who the lead uh, vocalist was oh did you uh, get it right well I didn't have a clue as oh. I've said to you before I wouldn't go and see take that if they were playing in my kitchen <laughs> however can you do phone a friend on this show no oh. um, so the both people thought it was Gary Barlow both the contestants oh yeah and it turned out it was now what can I say before we go any further oh, one, no. one of the contestants was a Scottish farmer who as for in his spare time, he trained dogs, and um, he used to have a sheep. He showed they showed footage of a of a sheep dog leading these dogs along a little rope ladder and going down a helter skelter. So he spends hours training yeah. dogs. Mm. Now the answer to the question it was a multiple choice thing. The, the answer was Howard Donald. Oh, and I said, surely you should have gone for that because he's got two of the, the great famous yes. dot names, Howard the Duck and Donald Duck. Mm-hmm. Got nothing. Oh. Nothing wow. from the audience. And that was when I decided I was in the wrong place. Yeah. I mean, I don't expect so much a laugh, but applause for cleverness. Yeah, indeed. At there least. aren't enough applause for, for cleverness in life. Do you think they were just worried about the uh, duck farmer's bills? Bills. Oh yeah, I'm happy, with, I'm happy with that. I, but I think bills. it's perfectly. But I can't good help. In, inside me, there's a voice saying, "No, I think they were stupid." <laughs> <laughs> I 
Nevertheless. So, yeah, so he's, 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 uh, he's picked a scab for me, um, that Australian man. That, the Howard Donald thing is something I still wake up in the middle of the night and think about. And what's I mean, the, what's the chances Howard? of that ever happening? A man who trains ducks and an answer that's Howard Donald. I mean, You'll come still on. think about that in ten years to come. Yeah, yeah. because, um, you know, these things, they're special. They shouldn't be wasted. Special? <laughs> Jokes. Some doc jokes. Yeah, like when I went out. <laughs> Special. With, I went out with someone. There was a, she lived in flats in Birmingham called Bath Court, and lovely. I, they're quite rough. Well, they were then. They might be lovely now if anyone's listening from mm. there. Um, and I said the trouble is with Bath Court is that the residents play spend rather more time in the latter than they do in the former. <laughs> and she said, "Where's the latter?" <laughs> and then we had to split up. Obviously. <laughs> Radio. We're still in email corner. Could I uh, proceed with uh, what, in a what I like to call email two? Yeah. This is from Jackie. Hi all. As a loyal podcast reader and Twitter follower, if I could be for just an hour. If I could be for an hour every day. If I could be. Sorry, that was. Uh, Jackie by that, uh, that was terrible. Okay. <laughs> um, I think I know Jackie. Hello, Jackie. I was deeply concerned when a couple of Saturdays ago I came across a shocking photo on my Twitter feed. I oh. beg of you, Frank Allen and the Divine Miss M, why have you kidnapped Bill Nye? What has he done to you? Please explain. Well, we should explain. I know exactly the photo to which she refers. Um, I didn't, but you've just showed me it. And it's, mm. uh, it's a picture of Frank uh, sat on the floor next to a dustbin with mm. his hoodie up. Well, actually, um, it's, it's, uh, it's Daisy's hoodie. Yeah. Oh, it's that's very right, cold. Yeah, we couldn't change the temperature in the studio that day, so Daisy very kindly loaned me a hoodie. You, you say very it. kindly, it's been a sartorial disaster. <laughs> yeah, you've well, got sort of um, a camouflage short on and your your hands wrapped around your knees, which look very shiny in the picture. I they think they look good. Shiny. He's got good legs, in fact. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm a Catholic. Got... I've worn all the hair off them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, from genuine praying, I meant that? praying. Mm. Case mm. anyone's, we well, you know what you meant. Um, yeah, don't want any. Yeah, more. and you do look at you have got a touch of the Bill Nye. But actually, yeah, I think, I think Anne Widdicombe said I had something of the Nye about me. Did she famously? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, does it look? Do I look that bad? And, and a slight <laughs> element of Dot Cotney. She was bad? in South Park. I don't think it's bad. Just for yourself, I'm going to pass the, the evidence over. Oh yeah, I do look. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Okay. People love a lookalikey, don't they? Yeah. If you consider how much of the popular media is based on looky likes, yeah. I don't get a lot of looky likes. I just uh, what's it all about? I mean, Who's your looky likey? Rodders or someone? Yeah. yeah. Or Lurch off the Adams family. I used to get quite a lot. Yeah, okay. Some people. I only get Dorian Birds of a Feather and Jackie Stallone. But what <laughs> is nothing else? What is the uh, what is the human urge for looky likes? We've all done it. Mm. It's just we don't want new people. No, <laughs> us, we don't want so new like people in our lives. There are only seven stories. That's yeah, only really yeah. or it's like that faces. thing, you know. Oh, it's a, it tastes a bit like chicken. That's it. People yeah. don't want new stuff. They want <laughs> memories of old stuff. Echoes. That's all they want. Yeah, yeah. They don't want not someone new. They want someone who's a bit like that kid at school who had earache all the time. That's what they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If there's any psychologists listening, this week's texting is why is that? Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So, uh, we should perhaps talk about my Edinburgh Festival run as well. Oh, keen to hear. See if I can get my hand on the table in snooker terms. Um, <laughs> 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 um, I've had a few strange responses from audiences the, uh, the last seven nights of the show. Um, I mean, why? Candid. Including doing a... Doing some jokes. My show starts at ten past ten. It's in a proper kind T of TSA. Spit, not that many, but uh, oh. but it's a proper spit and sawdust comedy club all year round. And I was doing a bit of material about uh, maybe twenty minutes, half an hour into the show, mm. and uh, and a woman went, "Oh, that is cruel!" <laughs> out loud in front of hundred and sixty people. And I said, "Yeah, it was it was a joke. I did make it clear that it didn't really happen." And she said, well, it's tasteless. <laughs> and I said, I don't know what made you think when you were walking down the stairs of a comedy club at ten past ten at night that you were in for an hour of good taste. No. But no. good taste does not pay my mortgage at this time of the evening. Did you say uh, that? Yeah, yeah. Good point. 
Mm. You, don't, you don't think? I mean, I think if you're yeah. if you're entering well, the world like of the, the stand-up you brought your comedy, into it. yeah, yeah, I can barely <laughs> I stop myself. But that was everyone got very embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sort of sense of responsibility, yeah. then, isn't it? I heard some people whispering. I think he's overreached years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I'd have been there, you'd have heard me whispering. What's a mortgage? <laughs> <laughs> Theatre of alienation again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Brett, uh, Brett actually yeah. produces this show. I mean, I've, I've <laughs> read exec. about I've read about the mortgages, but. Well, um, let's not say what I just said off air about flying. But, but yeah, that's um, that's a strange response. Have you had a re- response quite like that in in your time? I mean, you must have been called tasteless occasionally. That has been. Yeah, but that's uh, by Kath. I'm, I'm still getting lots of kids in. No. Yeah, I'm, Are you? I'm still getting. Uh, what sort of age then? I've, my youngest is three. I've had in. Wow. I've had uh, seven, eight, couple of ten-year-olds, and some early teens. And your show is pretty blue. Well, it can. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't. I am at the end. It gets towards the end. It gets gets a little bit turquoise towards the end. Yeah, it does. (laughs) I wouldn't describe this film. But even if my show was Beppo the Clown spectacular, in which I juggled bambino beats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even if it was that, Mm. would I take a child that age to a show that started at eight forty-five in the evening? No. No, sorry. No. But, you know, you can't... You have to be careful because one thing that people are very touchy about is if you suggest that their parenting is a bit off, so you have to just embrace it. They pay. Mm. Yeah. Let there be an end of it. Another thing that <laughs> happened to me was uh, I, had, I had one of the most functional responses to a question of an audience member ever. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a gentleman in who, uh, it turned out, had been married for 29 years. And I said... Um, and I'll tr- I'll slightly tidy the question up. I said, you know, d- is it is it fair to say that over the years the the nuptials kind of change over the years? Mm. And he replied, oh. if it helps you to move on, then yes. <laughs> now oh, that's like that. red rag to a bull. That didn't help me move on at all. I don't like that. Every- all. Everyone's thinking he sounds a bit pleased with himself. No, what it was was that he was Danish. Oh. It didn't. It wasn't as uh, if it helps you. It was more like oh. if it helps you to move on, then yes. Oh, If I had more time, what I'd like to do is sort of audition an audience the way one would for flatmates. Yeah, I'd like to you know meet them and see because I think I, I, you do get people and you think no, I, you shouldn't be here. Yeah, but there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> we stop with that. All of us in in a way. Mm. Um, but you know. Again, thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love you all. Uh, You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Before we continue with Alan's Edinburgh shenanigans, We've had, do you remember earlier, That's Frank? That's what your show should be called. <laughs> next year, next year. <laughs> Definitely. You were saying that you felt, um, the way people always recognised other people in themselves. Oh, it's the whole lookalike. Yeah, what look is the lure of the lookalike thing? Mm. Why do people think, oh, it looks a bit like... Uh... Well, Sarah Johnson uh, has got in touch with us. Sarah says, morning all, I'm a psychologist. Yes, I asked if there was any psychologist. Lit- <laughs> I, of course, there's always a good chance there would be. Turns out mm-hmm. there is one in our demographic fabulous the brain naturally searches for familiar patterns and stores information categorically hence we naturally compare new information to that known as it cuts down on processing time yes that I, makes I sense see. it does make sense That's good thank yeah. you sarah sarah good nature thanks sarah sarah and we've also had one from um 641 answering the question uh about you getting on the shipping forecast you were so excited to get on just a minute on radio 4 yes and you wanted to do the shipping forecast. Frank, they do have celebrity shipping forecast. I have Alan Bennett doing one as a ringtone on my phone. Oh, I'm going to get that. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm. Why would that sound? You could do impressions, can't you? Uh, oh, put me on the spot. Oh, don't do Alan. You know my feelings. <laughs> German dogger, bite. <laughs> He's foggerty. <laughs> he swins strong. <laughs> I saw Ian McMillan on the telly the other day. absolutely marvellous. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I'm absolutely stunned. The Guardian. I saw Ian McMillan on the telly and uh, I remembered <laughs> that the, the Barnsley poet had become your go-to voice when the accent was going to be questionable. I remember that. Oh, it's... Uh, 
That's, anyway. Perhaps that's next year's show impressions. Oh, <laughs> that'd be good. No one can knock you for your Bennett. In all seriousness, I was thinking of coming up next year and doing a juggling show. Juggling and jokes. Can, can I do a show? Hey, yeah, but hey. I could learn better tricks. Let's do an impression. I can do Adrian Charles. All right, Tim. It's Adrian here. Uh, you can do um We could do Alan a Bennett. sitcom with yes. all those people in it. Yeah, that sounds good. Yes, sir. We'll be coming up with that sitcom later on in the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's very good. I hope you agree. Who is that at the door? I don't know. Thank you, Ian McMillan. Hello, how are you? <laughs> have you got a bottle of milk? Milk, it's white. It's white. You can hear. You can hear the milk. Come on in and have a <laughs> cup of tea. For the least popular show <laughs> ever staged. Yeah. I don't know. We might get a few readers come up. I'd um, love it. So anyway, back to your show. Back to my... Well, not so much my show. I think uh, I think we're all um, culture vultures whilst we're up here. We're all looking for the recommendation, well, aren't Daisy. we? Daisy. She went to the <laughs> cinema. <laughs> but other than what Daisy... What did she go and see Street Dance High? to a mainstream <laughs> film. She yeah, saw Street Dance High. Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. <laughs> but I don't know about That's you, but show here. what I think happens is that you start tuning into other people's conversations looking out for a word-of-mouth recommendation, mm. don't you? You think, oh... And I walked past somebody in the street, as they were saying, and it was quite a posh sort of um, person's voice, and he was saying, I really, really <laughs> love watching, and I thought, here we go, there's going to be a recommendation here. And honestly, he said, I really, really love watching BSL. <laughs> BSL. What is that? I think it's British Sign Language. Oh. So I think he was saying, whatever the show is, if there's a sign language interpreter... I'm in. It's I a think good thing to... Um, I was talking to someone on the other day, a, a theatrical person, um, who was saying to me they went to a show where the the the, um, the signer was just a bit too demonstrative and got in the way of the, uh, the whole... Oh, really? I think some of them think this is my moment, this yeah. is my perfect moment. Oh, you. yeah, it's the big Martine McCutcheon. Yeah, exactly. and they start doing the, the, big, the grander gestures. You don't I want a shadow. If a shadow is casting across the actor or actors on stage, that's... My only other guess was that it was somebody who was so posh, but actually they'd originated from somewhere with a very regional accent, and to get rid of it, they'd just gone for an acronym on everything that they thought might come out, like Geordie or something. So he was going, I really, really love watching Brilliant Singing Lake, <laughs> and just putting in an acronym. Oh, yeah. You know, shall we go to KFC? What if that man's listening? Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. There's one show I have to tell you about, which was slightly irregular. Oh, yeah. It was in Leith. Oh, okay. I've never been there before. I've never ventured there. Right. Uh, can't be on my toes. It's called, The show is called You Have to Forgive Me. Okay. Basically, you're the only audience member, and it involves getting into bed with a man. There's only one audience member deliberately. I mean, I've yeah. been to a few. Yes. I've done Edinburgh shows, so there's only no. one audience member, but it wasn't the idea. No. That's really? The, that's the conceit. One-on-one -on -one show? One-on-one. -on -one. Did you queue? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I waited for about 20 minutes. He was running late with the, mem the person before. Oh, it's like confession. <laughs> not, it the bed, not the bed bit. It was like seeing one of my specialists in Harley Street. So okay. what, do you lie next to him on, you, the, on the bed? I'll tell you exactly what happens. Oh, please <laughs> do. Please do. You, Spoilers. You watch an episode of Sex in the City, and I believe the episode <laughs> itself is called You Have to Forgive Me. Oh, no. So okay. when I was telling my boyfriend about this, I said, oh, um, I'm going to see the show, and I do get into bed with a man, and, you know, it's You Have to Forgive Me, and he went, it's okay, I trust you, I, I forgive you. I said, no, oh, no, that's the show. It's <laughs> okay. called You Have to Forgive Me. So it's called You Have to Forgive Me. You get in, you walk in... He's, um, I think it's safe to say he's a friend of Oscar's, this man, which was a relief to me. Oh, yeah. Okay. He goes, hi! Right. So you felt safe? I felt safe the minute he said hi. He had me at That's hello, nice. as it were. Yeah. He's also watching Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah. The evidence yeah. is mounting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he gave me some clothes to choose from. He said, you want to just strip off and put those clothes on? He never did. But in a, in a closed booth, was it? No. No. <laughs> no closed booth. He... I was in a, a room, I see, so there was no one else looking. It was just, just the two of us. Just a few notes. I've but had an idea for my show for next year. <laughs> he, well, he sort of turned around slightly, maybe 20 degrees, but he could okay. still see me. Okay. Luckily, I had matching underwear. Not that he'd have cared. That was okay. He would have cared, though. He said, just put some of those on. When he says some of I those... I always have matching underwear. <laughs> yes, I know. There was some old tracky bums. 
I put them on, yeah. and there was a how you'd probably pronounce it, Billy Joel T-shirt, tour oh, T-shirt, yeah. piano man, nineteen about nineteen eighty three. Don't think it had been washed since then. Okay. Oh, absolutely smelt everything I put on. Oh, wow, yeah. absolutely stunk. Good on you though for proceeding. When you say proceeding, we get on the bed. He goes, "Come sit here," and he taps the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, puts his arm around me, Let and there's him. no one else there no, at all. Just the two of us. How? He starts watching. Which one do you want to watch? We start watching it. He holds my hand. Yeah. And by this stage, I was I was getting a bit worried. I'm not going to lie. We start watching it. He talks throughout it. What? He says, I love this bit. Okay. And to be honest, that's my worst nightmare. Someone yeah. talking incessantly throughout an episode of Sex and Do you remember that bit in... Um, <laughs> what's the thing with James Corden in and uh, set in Wales? Uh, Gavin oh, Gavin and Stacey. Yeah. The, the bit where um, Rob Brydon, when Rob <laughs> Brydon watches uh, Sex in the City, the DVD, the movie, mm. and he comes down the next day and says, uh, "Those DVD extras were out of this world." <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favourite moments. <laughs> Was there anything that good? Well, I'll tell you what it feels like, because we watch it together, and then afterwards he gives me a big motivational speech and plays some music about how wonderful I am and how lucky a man is, ha- is to have me in a relationship. That's mm. nice. He's not in a relationship. I did ask him. He said, okay. have you got a boyfriend? I suggested, have you? He goes, not currently. Right. Was he American? Yes. And okay. then, it, I'll tell you what it is. It's like hiring a gay best friend for an hour. But okay. he's well, we've hiring done himself it, out. <laughs> he's hiring well, himself had... out sort of five, six times a day. Is he doing that, or is he just thirteen times a day? No, yeah, not, oh, not he does a thirteen-hour day in the bedroom. Wow, mm. that's a lot of uh, telly. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of telly. Are you worried about Harry the blue Hill light breakdown? <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Uh, did I tell you? What that? You have to forgive me. I had to fill out a survey when I went to this, this show that I saw, me and a man Oh, it's like A&E. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate having to fill stuff in when you go somewhere. 90 minutes it took me. Did you oh, mean I, a What? 90 minutes. Took me. I went in there. I said, I've done the survey. He goes, yeah, that's just in lieu of payment. So he keeps the findings. He says he keeps them private. Well, I should hope so, because some of the questions were rather... Well, let's say, what are the breakup rules? Wow. Okay. Are relationships the religion of the 90s, Frank? Um, no. Well, you've only got 90 minutes. You can't take that long. Not in our house. And finally... Still the old Holy Roman Church. Are all, are all men freaks? Uh, it's... No. I don't know what the percentages are, but I wouldn't say no. all of them were. Let's I mean, take, not, for example, Bieber. It's not a very scientific questionnaire, is it? No. It's very opinion-based. It's, well, I mean, great um, commitment from you, though, to go to a show that took a 90-minute questionnaire before. And then how yeah. long was the actual event, the show? Um, uh, roughly an hour, an hour oh long. My God. And half an hour of that was watching Sex in the City. The other half hour was hand holding, <laughs> and he gave me the motivational speech. Took about fifteen to eighteen minutes. We play. He just sung it. To, it was over music. I could have done with a motivational speech at various times during the festival. <laughs> yeah, but two and a half hour commitments too much, isn't it? Well, well, you say that, Frank, but we've had a number of people texting and emailing praising your Alan Bennett impression. Well, yeah. maybe I need to incorporate that into the show. That could be what the missing ingredient. <laughs> and 096, looky-likey, Frank and Peter Capaldi, surely it's been seen already. Mm. Yes, and I'll be, um, I'm going to a screening of uh, Deep Breath on Thursday. Oh, it's very exciting. exciting. Very, very <gasps> exciting. And can I say, best review of the week, when I saw Cat in the Hat, um, afterwards, as the crowd were leaving, Boz was saying stuff. I couldn't hear what he was saying. I said, I can't hear you. And he's going, I said, I can't hear you. So I had to get him outside in the quiet. I said, what was you saying? He said, I like Cat in the Hat. Very, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think the first time I heard him say that, and it wasn't about me. I was absolutely got it. <laughs> Nevertheless, thank you for listening. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.